0: Hello and welcome to the Up Podcast. This is Cyrus. I'm here with Kaunda. We are ready to give you all of the basketball goodness, the savory bits, the sweet bits, sometimes even the sour bits. counter how you doing? hello hungry cyrus (laughs) (laughs) it's way past eating time but uh you know this is what what the nba does is that it makes you really starved for more basketball and more
1: basketball excellence are you good brother i'm good man just you know like you said hunger for the game and uh we've been spoiled we've been getting nba and bal at the same time cyrus i know you your eyes look very tired because you've been watching a lot and uh so do mine well it is what it
0: is i mean it's a consequence of when you love this sport so much you got to give your heart and soul to it so to give you the listener um, a taste of what we're actually coming into in this particular podcast we're going to be talking about one of the topics that's really interesting which is returning players players coming back from injury will they reshape their teams and could those teams then go on to do even better in the playoffs Uh, we're looking at you Denver and then we're also looking at the race for the 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 scoring title It is red hot calendar. there is so much to talk about there and then we're going to do a very quick recap of the Basketball Africa League, the BAL. Um, it, it was just such a great tournament. Yep. Um, before we get into the actual meat and potatoes of this, see the, the food analogies continue, let us give them our social media handles. We are at Postop Podcast on Twitter, at Post PostUpZone on Instagram, at Post PostUpZone on Facebook, and you can also go to PostUpZone.com for all things NBA from an African perspective. We'd also like to thank our partners, Supersport, Supersport.com, Bet Koza, and the Podhouse, where we've been recording our podcasts. Counter um, Chama. Yes, sir. We are just, you know, it, it, the playoffs are so, so close. You could almost touch them. Yep. And things have gotten really, really exciting in the NBA right now. I actually um, thought you were going to say, taste them. The yeah, way you've been going. Y- you know, I'm trying to get my <laughs> mind off that, you know. Um, but, but the thing that has been most intriguing for me is looking at the standings as we start to count down. And the, we always talk about the conferences. We did this in the last podcast where we looked at potential favorites and that sort of thing. Uh-huh. I'm still undecided what's going to happen in the Eastern Conference. Uh, because as we look at it, right, you've got the Heat, Bucks, Sixers, Bulls, Celtics and Cavs as your top 6 teams. They're going directly into the playoffs right now. Yeah. Then you have got the Raptors, Nets, Hawks and Hornets in the playing uh places. And I mean, those don't think I don't think those are going to change that much except perhaps for that sixth spot with the Raptors being a game behind the Cleveland Cavaliers. Mm-hmm. Something crazy could happen there. But then you look at the Western Conference, right? And we've been talking about that as well. You've got the Suns being the runaway fa- um Favorites in the West and in the NBA in general. Behind them, seven and a half games back are the Memphis Grizzlies. Half a game behind them, the Golden State Warriors. You've got the Jazz, Mavericks, and Nuggets completing um, the playoff places as they stand right now. With the Timberwolves, Clippers, Lakers, and Pelicans in the play-in places. And the Pelicans could even drop out because the Blazers are right behind them. The Spurs are like a couple of games back from the Pelicans as well. So, it's, it's just... It's a madness, as our girl uh, Lee Ngumalo would say. The, the, it's a madness. Um, and the standings look great. But then you've got players who have recently come back from injury, like Kevin Durant, and he's just looked incredible. You've got Brook Lopez, who's just come back for the Bucks, yep. And he changes things for them. You've got Jamal Murray. is uh, He's been assigned to the G League team. Um, mm-hmm. Just um, to get his Denver's form, right? G League team. So, yep. you know, he looks like he's uh, making his way back to full fitness. There's Michael Porter Jr. also at the Nuggets who could be doing something really big and different for them as well. And so the Nuggets are starting to look like a team that could really change the course of, of how they actually view things. Draymond Green has just come back for the Warriors. And then the big one is Chris Paul for the Suns, who have been looking really good without him and will just get even better when he comes back. So here's the question for you. Mm -hmm. Are we potentially looking at this and saying, these players coming back from injury, could be difference makers in every one of these teams. And let's rank how they could impact their teams, potentially in terms of trying to go deep in the playoffs. So let's start with Denver, because I think they're the ones who inspired this conversation. All right. Um, I mean, they've been doing some incredible stuff just with Jokic doing what Jokic does. Because he's the joker. You know how it goes. Yeah, and, but he's not even joking. And that's the biggest thing here is that, you know, they're currently the sixth seed in the West. Yep. Um, they're about a game and a half ahead of the Timberwolves. And things could change there. But when you look at it, they're just like a game and a half behind the Dallas Mavericks or or, or the Utah Jazz. Yep. So you add somebody like um, Michael Porter Jr., who's a little further along in his uh, recovery mm-hmm. uh, to that team. He gives them more scoring. You could see them potentially rise to the fourth seed as opposed to sitting in the sixth seed. And that fourth seed really gives them a completely
1: different outlook as to what happens in the playoffs. Absolutely, Cyrus. I, I mean, look, uh, let me just be honest. I'm not the biggest MPJ fan. You know, Michael Porter Jr., to me, has not been the player I expected him to be. He's always almost gotten there but hasn't. But I know he comes with some reasonable scoring. He's got, he's got great size. You're not a believer. But, but, but I'm not a believer in Michael Porter Jr. But Jamal Murray, though, he, he, I, I'm a believer in him, and I can't wait to see him come back. I mean, if they both come back, it's great for yeah. the Nuggets, Cyrus, because that gives them obviously offensive, uh, yeah. you, you know, prowess in, in both players, in Murray and uh, uh, Porter Jr. But defensively, Porter Jr., because of size, gives them uh, much more on the defensive side. Though size-wise, yes, but his defending has not
0: necessarily been great. So I'm a big MPJ fan. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll be honest about that. I'm even wearing a Nuggets top right now. Not necessarily because of uh, Michael Porter Jr., but, you know, got a soft spot for, for, for the Nugs. The thing about MPJ is that mm-hmm. he, he is that guy. He's got the capability of becoming one of the best scorers in, in the NBA yeah. if he gets on a good run of form, stays mm-hmm. healthy, and is able to do what he needs to do. Yeah. And that's why the Nuggets paid him such a, a premium when he just signed his new contract. True, um, but he's had these back issues. He's mm-hmm. had them from college, and they've been plaguing him. We hope, and I, you know, I I, I don't really go into the religious on this show, but I'm praying. That he doesn't have any further injury issues related to his back for the rest of his career and his life. Yeah. Because we could see one of the best players um, the NBA has ever seen from a scoring perspective. He's got Kevin Durant's frame. Yep. Doesn't well, necessarily look, have look, the look, killer look, look, instinct. A little bit bigger than Kevin yeah, Durant. Just a uh, touch. But I mean, the, you know, he's a lanky guy. Um, Goes out there, does what he needs to do. Uh, but the thing about MPJ, though, is that he's he's got the potential to really do something that Denver um, really need, which is three-point scoring mm-hmm. and and another scoring option outside of Jokic and, and Murray. Yeah. And that's what they've really been lacking at the moment. Um, everything's happened and, and gone through the Joker. Murray, when he comes back, can at least alleviate that and potentially give them another star player mm-hmm. that will give them scoring when, the, when it's crunch time. Yeah, But MPJ could be like a Murray light in terms of
1: crunch time scoring, um, you know, you'll be able to come up with some key buckets, and that's what they need. Look, Cyrus, I'm with you on hoping and praying that nothing goes wrong. I mean, you, you don't want to see a great player just yeah. have his career plagued by injury, because I mean, we we've seen it with the likes of Derrick Rose. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Grant Hill went through his stuff back 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 in the days. You know, if we could take it back to another era, and sometimes you you watch your 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 favorite player just get plagued by injury, yeah. and, you're, and you're like, oh my word, no, you you don't need this, so. You know, just uh, thumbs, fingers Everything crossed, crossed. Uh, for 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 MPJ and uh, I, look, he's young enough; he's gonna make it work. And and that's the thing, though, is that
0: although you say you're not a you know a big fan of his, I think that's because you haven't seen much from him, as you said. Yeah, but he's still young. Yeah, the, the man is is I don't even think he's 24 yet. Um, and and so when you look at somebody like uh, Michael Porter Jr. and you say at his age, he still has so much more time yeah. to develop his game. This is a—he's a, a player w- definitely worth the investment in time and, and effort, and I think he could be one of those. Uh, he's got the potential to be an all-star, and if you're adding a, an all-star to this roster, mm-hmm. you're you're adding something that is really really important for them. I mean, he's 23 right now, mm-hmm. and uh, he, this guy's the limit for him. But do you think these guys coming back will be enough of a difference maker for the Nuggets? So let's say they come back. Um, jamal is not like he's playing at 60 or 70
1: percent of his capacity is that good enough for, for for the nuggets look yes or no cyrus you you know you, you want jamal at a higher percentage mm-hmm. maybe 80 or 90 then i'll say he'll he he he'll be a, a difference maker and, and jamal murray's had that postseason experience yeah now. yeah so he he knows what happens in the postseason he, he would be ready for it mpj not so much so you know yeah. what, what's going to happen now? It's it's playoff. It's a seven game series against a, a team that's also wanting to gun it and and get that Larry O'Brien Trophy. So I think for Murray, yes, I think it's going to be a big difference maker for MPG. I think it's going to be more a learning curve for him, and, and that's only fair because he's still young. He's he, he's he new has been in a playoff playoff series
0: before, but yeah, you but, know he's yeah. not necessarily um, contributed at the level that you'd expect. Yeah, who's as important to the team as as he is. Uh, would be, but then he's 23. Yeah, um, so you know he's got a lot to learn, and and the, the ceiling is high. But let's also look at the Nuggets, though, from a roster perspective, because mm. I think this is something that needs to be looked at. And it is, you've got Aaron Gordon on this team, and he doesn't necessarily have that postseason experience at all, really. Um, nor does he have it with the Nuggets. Mm. You've got uh, Bryn Forbes, who's been good, and he was with the Bucks uh, last season. Yeah, won a championship with them. Yeah, he's 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 somebody who can actually go and and, and shoot the ball quite well. Yeah, Will Barton, you just never know. Will the Thrill? He can give you some stuff now and then. Monte Morris is also there. Um, so you know, I, I look at this, and even Austin Reeves, I mean, he has his moments. Jeff Green, Jamichael Green. This should be a team that's doing better than it is. But everything has to
1: happen through Jokic, so yeah. they need these guys, right? Yeah, they, they they need the guys. I mean, I mean, I mean, Jokic will be Jokicing. He he does what he does, you know. That's <laughs> no the, jokes. That, that's the MVP. You call him the Joker, but it's no jokes. Yeah. Once the Once you get that tip off, and, and 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 I think him and Murray, I love the one-two punch. So when Murray comes back, I think it's going to be cool. And like you said, MPJ, Young, I'm still not sold, but. He, he's that third scoring option, and, and you did say Bring Forbes who's also a great scoring yeah, option. So, yeah. and and let's so not look,
0: forget the youngster, that, the the rookie Bones Highland, mm-hmm. who's been hugely impressive. Yeah, just another one of those players that Denver gets and manages to develop into somebody who can play real ball. Yeah. Um. So they've got some really good players there. But just to end the the Denver discussion, realistically, yeah. Let's say, like, so I, I said Murray's back. Let's say he's seventy percent of of his capacity. Same with with MPJ. Mm-hmm does that shift them in any way? Where do you think they could potentially go? Uh, Second round exit. You think second round? Yeah. Okay. Do you think you'd say that even
1: if those guys weren't there, uh, potentially, yes. I, because look, you're coming off an injury and you're going straight into the playoffs, Cyrus. Mm. You know, they, they, there's a lot you have to do in, in order to catch up and, and catch the momentum as well. It's not just recovery. You, yeah, you, you have to fit into the squad again. You have to catch the momentum mm. that they're on playing at that pace. Play, playing at that pace. So by the time you catch up, it might be a little too late. You know, st- stranger things have happened. Yes, I, I, I might be wrong here, but I, I say, look, they'll make it to the second round and. They just have to regroup for next season. Yeah.
0: Okay. Cool. I'm gonna start with one that I didn't actually bring uh, up in our initial discussion, and that's Anthony Davis at the Lakers, uh-huh. because he's another big one. Potentially, he could be back uh, from injury just before the playoffs start. Yeah. Um, we're not still. We're not too sure because the reports are all over the place with him. There was even rumors that he might be out for the rest of the season. Mm. Um, is he enough of a difference maker for the Lakers in terms of changing their fortunes?
1: Because he was around when things weren't great. Cyrus, the, the the Anthony Davis will bring some great offense, like mm-hmm. you know he's a great offensive player, but that's not the problem for the Lakers. The Lakers' problem is defense and them old knees. So, <laughs> so Cyrus, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, with I, as, I, as as a Lakers fan, I, I'll be honest and say he'll bring some great offense and, and some reasonable defense. But it's I mean, the, he's he's a top level defender when yeah, he's he, he, defending ooh, well and, and, and when he's and at a hundred percent. But, yeah. but that, that 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 gives you him and, and who else? Because even my favorite player, LeBron James, is not doing the best stuff defensively at the moment. You yeah, know, in, the, in fact, I, I don't even know if he knows what the defensive side of the court and, is. And, I'm just kidding. Unless and, and, and throwing a ball at Scottie Barnes is, <laughs> Whoa. is, is, is Whoa. defense. I, I don't know, but yeah. you know, let's move along from there. But Not look, cool, Bron. AD cool. will, will bring a difference, but I, I don't think he'll bring enough to take them all the way to the finals now. Well, this is the thing, though, is that the current construction of the Lakers
0: and the way they look right now. Do you see them getting through the play-in game, and do you see them going through the past the first round? Because as is, I mean, we don't we don't know where they're gonna finish up.
1: I think I see them going through the playing game and, and uh, having another year. So uh, both of them because they're probably bo- have to bo- play bo- too, bo- yeah. both both the games and then having an early exit because it, it it's just not clicking and you can see even the frustration in the way the body language that their uh, you know the the captain LeBron yeah. James has and. And, and Russ is just, yeah, he's Russing. And, and, and just the, the, the other pieces, you can tell that it's, it's, they've reached frustration levels where yeah. right? you can even check through the game. I mean, during the game, you can see that no, these Lakers guys are not together. Their head's they're just so not there. disjointed. The spirit is one side, the mm. body's there, the heart is in the locker room. <laughs> and you're like, yo, yeah. okay. You and know, Russell, so Br- Russell Westbrook is thinking about
0: home because he, you know, his family is going through, um, through mm-hmm. it during this time as well. So, so you're saying, AD coming back will be good for them, but yep. it might not necessarily be like that tonic that they need. Yeah, it might. It, it's not. It won't be enough to take them all the way. Yeah. Well, what's interesting though is that if you look at it from a tonic perspective, right? Mm-hmm. Brooke Lopez is back for the Milwaukee Bucks but that's a different story Cyrus. And uh, but, but that's exactly why I bring it up, right? Because he's one of the key reasons why the the the, the Bucks won the championship last season. Yep. Um, yes, he's had his back issues and and back issues are nothing to to uh take
1: lightly. No, no. Um, no especially uh, as an athlete of, yeah. at, at at any level yeah. you can be a runner, boxer, whatever, high the, jumper, anything, the back you'd be issues, out there in the luge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah back Cyrus. issues
0: is just not it's not good. Um but do you think that this is the piece that they've been missing, that they've missed Brook Lopez? Because I feel that that's what's happened with Milwaukee, that they've just sort of scraped through some games, won some, lost a lot more than they should have because they didn't have Lopez there on the boards and, and blocking shots, as Absol- well as hitting
1: threes. Absolutely, Cyrus. He gives you more more than just blocking shots and, and, and reasonable rim protection. He also spreads... Uh, you, you know mm. the floor because he, he he can shoot threes. Now look at it this way: uh, they've been like sometimes playing uh, one Bobby Portis at the five. Sometimes yeah. even Yanis has been being like a pseudo five. Mm. Now they get the big man back. Now guess what? They have got another big man in the e blocker, Serge, Serge Ibaka. Ibaka yeah. So Serge Ibaka will be able to take some of those minutes of mm. uh, Brook Lopez and uh, allowing him to rest more and and, yeah. and 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 to work his way back in. So. They're, they're, they've actually they're gonna get a better Brook Lopez because of the circumstances mm. in which he finds the team, and uh, this could be a problem for other teams in the East, Cyrus. And this could be that back to uh, that back, back to, to back. back that we've been talking about with the uh, with the Bucks, the back to back Bucks, the back to
0: Bucks. <laughs> I, I love it actually, and maybe we should coin that back to Bucks. Let's let's TM that. Uh, those of you listening, don't take it. It's ours. <laughs> but I think the thing about the uh, about the Bucks though is that they have missed somebody like Lopez. Is, who's, yeah who's such a presence and they've always had this sort of tall trees ethos you know yep. we've got one of the bigger teams and let's go out and beat them um, but I think the thing that's really interesting for me about it is that I look at it and I say to your point Ibaka comes and he helps Yep. he doesn't necessarily have to be the man no 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 he, he just I, has to
1: help he doesn't have to be well he can be the, the E blocker if, if he, you know because he's but he's not as young as he used to be but he he, he is a, a reasonable uh, defender um, he, he shoots uh, the shot pretty yeah. well from mid range and, 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 and can three point
0: shooting's not bad either not
1: bad either so th- th- that's what I'm saying now Brooke Lopez as he works his way back to 100% into that squad he's got somebody to take a lot of yeah. those minutes uh, uh, from N- him and, and, which is fantastic. Definitely. Sounds. Crazily, though,
0: mm. Sergio Ibaka is a year younger than Brook Lopez. So, hey, look, <laughs> uh, you know, these guys are both he, not young. You're only as young as the, the basketball you're bouncing. So, let's That go. is kind of true. Um, and the Bucks, I think, will look uh, look good with Brook Lopez back in that lineup. And I think will be one of the key things here. Um, when we look at the, the Warriors, Draymond coming back, he gives them that defensive stability. And yep. they've needed that more than anything else. Yep. Do you think that this, like Draymond coming back, is perhaps one of the bigger things? And let's combine it with the CP3 thing because CP3 comes back for the Suns. He elevates them again back to the level that they've been at to, to for pretty much the majority of the season. Yeah.
1: Which of these is potentially a bigger return? Draymond or, or CP3? It's definitely CP3. Cyrus, so I'm going to tell you why. Because CP3 took them to the finals last season mm-hmm. and it looks like he's going to do it again this season. Yeah. It could be another Suns... Uh, um, uh, Bucks uh, champ uh, finals mm. because this is starting to remind me of the Warriors uh, Cavaliers days you, th- these guys played the season but just waited for each it's other Just waited for each season. other and, and Cyrus look as much as you know I got I've also got a soft spot for for for, for the Golden State Warriors sometimes Draymond Green is a difference maker yeah defensively and sometimes he can go on streaks where he shoots reasonable three-pointers but the problem with the Warriors is Yes, them lacking Draymond Green was a problem, but if you look at the fact that they lack size and height in the paint, Cyrus, and that's a big problem because imagine right now the Golden State Warriors face the Milwaukee Bucks with the return of Brook Lopez mm-hmm. and the addition of Serge Ibaka, oh, or even any of the teams in the West. You know, Karl
0: <laughs> Anthony Towns, uh, y- y- Nikola Jokic. Y- you know what I'm saying? They, yeah. they struggle. Even the return,
1: even the return of, 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 of AD might give them problems because yeah. he's young enough to to cause problems in the paint for them, right? Mm. And, and I think the the problem with the Warriors wasn't so much missing Draymond Green, although that was a bit of a problem. It, it, it's 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 their team composition. As
0: I, a whole. I agree with you, yet I also disagree because I think that Draymond was the central piece to why the defense was just all over the place when mm-hmm. he was out. Look, it's but the I agree presence, with you. Yeah. I agree with you from the size perspective, and, yeah. and I've been saying that all season. And this is also where another returnee, uh, James Wiseman becomes really important for Mm -hmm. them because he becomes another big body and they can put one of those guys on and let's say he picks up those fouls kavan looney's there to 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 be the mainstay so yeah you know as kavan's doing his thing james wiseman has got to be able to come out and also provide some sort of size and defense Mm -hmm. for the dubs when they need it so yeah i'm i'm well I, i agree with you totally i do think it's something that needs to be looked at and the other thing for me really is when i look at this i think draymond might be more critical Mm-hmm. To what the Warriors need in order to push for the championship, but CP3 is everything to the Suns if they want to try and win the
1: finals. Well, almost everything. Because big is shout out to everything. my man Devin Booker. Oh, big shout out. Book has been so good. Uh, Deandre Ayton. Big shout out. You know, there, there's a lot of pieces there, Cyrus. It's just that. CP3 is that big brother. He's the, he's he's the, he's the bus the one, driver. Yeah, he's the one that gets them in order, and, and he's also a performer. He's not, mm. he, he, he's not with Dennis Haslam, no. He he actually <laughs> put, puts up points and performances. But back to Draymond Green, just to close this off, Cyrus, i got to give enough respect to Draymond Green because I know he is the heart and soul and the glue of the Golden State Warriors. He's yeah. that locker room guy. He's that on-court guy. he He's the kind of guy that would fight with Kevin Durant on court and still probably push the W and they're playing on the same team too. Yeah. So so you know Draymond Green yeah. he, he he's got that presence. He does. He on does. On and off the court. Well, they say that the the best kind of ability
0: is availability. Yep. Right? And once you've got these guys back, you've got a team that can definitely go for it. And I mean, I look at the Heat and they've got most of their guys back fit mm-hmm. and that, and look at them now topping the East as we as we record this. Yep. Um and and what's been great for the 76ers and I'll touch some wood here is that they haven't had any major um, injury issues to their star player uh, yeah. Joel Embiid, and and they've been able to just coast. It's just that teams like the Bulls, they're going through it because they're missing a couple of guys, mm-hmm. key guys like Lonzo Ball yeah. and um, and Alex Caruso. Mm-hmm. Um, the Celtics have they've, they've got a relatively clean bill of health. The Cavs were able to um, welcome back Darius Garland. Yep. Um, but Jared Allen's been out. So, you know, health is really so important to what happens for anybody's chances here. And I just think that when you look at it in the players that we've, sp- we've spoken about, they can and potentially might get their teams to the next level. Um, so that that concludes that particular portion of the conversation. I want to talk about the scoring title, calendar. Yep. And I want to talk about the fact that your man, LeBron James, is in the thick of it. He's in the absolute thick of it right now. So, to give the listeners a bit of a perspective as we record this, Joel Embiid tops the 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 the, the scoring uh charts with an average of 29.9 points a game, mm-hmm. followed by LeBron James and Giannis Antetokounmpo who averaged the same number, which is 29.7. Yep. Behind them, Trey Young, 28.3, Ice and then Trey. Luka Doncic at 28.0. And the same for DeMar DeRozan 28.0. I think those are the, the sort of front runners yeah. for, for the scoring title. But really it comes down to the three guys Embiid, LeBron, and Giannis. Mm-hmm. Um this, this could be one of those that goes down to the wire. Somebody comes up with a massive monster 60, 70, 80 point game, and that could be the thing that that really you know swings it their way. Have you been impressed with the scoring numbers from all three of those guys?
1: Yes, Cyrus, uh, uh, Embiid has just had one of those MVP-type seasons, mm. and, and I'm crossing my fingers that he gets uh, that MVP because that'll be another African MVP, yeah. uh, and, you know, we, we'll put him right Love up for there. for our brothers. With, with the great uh, Hakeem Olajuwon, you know. Yannis himself and Yanis mm. Yannis, Yannis Giannis is Yanising Cyrus that, that, that's what he, he does He so quietly does and, his and, business yeah, and, and, and he's like like he said in one interview he just wants to ball yeah the and guy he's doing the it. guy just wants to ball sometimes you can even miss him with the media appearances and all that kind of stuff although it comes as part of the contract yeah but but he just wants the ball and then uh, then you got LeBron Cyrus I, I think LeBron to me this this seasonal scoring title is not what he's looking at he's won one before He's won one before, which is fine. Uh, and and he's reached that stage in his career where I don't think he'll win many more if he doesn't yeah. win the one this yeah. season, right? It's it's, it's I, now or never. I think as we record, he's 70 points behind Kyle Malone, which will put him in the second spot Old all-time time scoring. Scorer, so yeah. I think that's more on his mind than a, like, like a regular season scoring title. I think he he's still chasing that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar number. So, you know, 70 points at his average he's, close. he's, uh, he's less than, two games less than away i mean he's yeah two games away roughly uh two and a half games away from from catching Carmelo or passing Carmelo. i think that's D- depending more depending on how well he plays yeah absolutely but <laughs> he, he's already had two 50 point games in one month so you know the tank could be empty counter <laughs> never ne- i've always told you never bet
0: against the king that is true look he won his last scoring title as his only scoring title in 2008
1: Wow, we're in 2022, wow. bud. So, you know... <laughs> yeah, but Cyrus, you would probably say, well, we're in 2022. Would he be still amongst the top three? No, it's <laughs> insane. <laughs> that's it's, it's insane. I have so much... I've gained so much more respect for him. <laughs> this is like Cristiano Ronaldo, another 37-year-old yeah. that is just doing you know remarkable things Harris
0: definitely and and at such a high level i mean lebron james as much as i have my issues with him and uh, believe that mj is the goat but i don't even know if there is a goat debate to be had still mm. the fact that he's doing this at age 37 on a bad team really it's and maybe incredible. and maybe that's why he's scoring as much cuz he has to um, well, but that he has. Those to. numbers are just incredible. And what's intriguing for me is that he's won this before, so he knows what it takes to to really be up there. Mm-hmm. But intriguingly, right? If you think yeah. about it, Joel Embiid and Giannis Antetokounmpo, this is not a space that they're used to. Uh-huh.
1: Um,
0: you know, Giannis will go out there, get his twenty points, get his eleven rebounds, whatever it is, and and just go home and be like, yes, I did my work for the day. And when you look at him and Joel, they've had some incredible games. Joel, in particular, has gone off Yanis mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily go and push 50 60 70 mm-hmm. but he's he's had his 50 piece but then he's gonna go and hit you 40 in a couple of games and with good free throw numbers as well yeah so anybody who wins this and and I'd be really happy if it was Joel Embiid or Giannis, uh because LeBron has won one before mm-hmm. but historically it'll be incredible for LeBron if Giannis wins this How do we keep talking about him being
1: such a bad player or not the face of the league or any of that stuff? I mean, he's a scoring champion. Uh, I don't think we ever talk about Giannis being a bad player. This is a two-time MVP. This is the champion. Cyrus, most improved player. To watch.
0: Like some people have complained that he's not a great
1: player to watch. They don't know basketball. Anybody who can take three steps from one (laughs) hoop to the next and (laughs) still dunk with a Eurostep – Cyrus, look, w- how there, is he there, a bad there are, player? There are the
0: James Hardens and the James Harden fans of this world who say anybody can dunk. Wow. It's, it's, it's more difficult to shoot the ball. I'm a, I'm a believer. I'm a Giannis believer. I love the guy. I think he's really one of the greatest players that have ever played the game because of the skill set that he has and the way he does
1: things. Cyrus, there might have been a time we might have called him a one-trick pony because of that neurostep mm-hmm. step that could be stopped by war. Yeah. But those days are gone, Cyrus. Those days are long gone. Dude got threes. He's got major ranges. Giannis, Hacker, Yanis as a strategy does not exist anymore. doesn't work anymore. You you can send him to the free throw line count from 10 to 1. <laughs> summon <laughs> your ancestors. He's, he's coming right. He's
0: scoring. And not even knee injuries are keeping him out. I mean, like that's the craziness of how how well he's been playing. Cyrus,
1: dude gave us a 50 piece in a championship game.
0: But insane. Like like come insane. on now. So, who's your favorite then? Are you going to go with the king? Do you think LeBron could just step it up, and then take this
1: scoring title? Jersey number 23, jersey number 6. I don't care, Cyrus. I'm with the (laughs) Kang. The Kang is the guy for you. Look, Cyrus, another reason why, you know I love my African brother, so big up to to Joel Embiid, big up to Giannis, but I know these are the latter years for LeBron. That's why I've got a soft spot for him to do what he can do, and because, according to me, he's one of the most hated athletes, sometimes unfairly hated. So... I, I, I always root for him, and, and and I hope only the best for him. That's why I would say, in this matchup, because Embiid can do this again, Yanis can do this again, but I doubt LeBron can. That's why I'm supporting LeBron. Look,
0: and and I get it, and I understand where your allegiance lies, and you love the guy and all of that stuff, but... Um, and he's invited to my barbecue. What's up, Yeah. On? Oh, look, uh, come through to uh, Kay's Barbecue. He does really uh, have a good bra. He, he knows how to make that, that meat taste good in the fire, but i got to go with either Joel or Giannis here. I'd mm-hmm. love to see Giannis win it, but Joel Embiid, if he wins this, and MVP. I mean, one thing that we haven't spoken about, mm-hmm. and I think this is really critical, is Giannis and Joel Embiid both came to the game late yeah. in life. Um, you know, not necessarily, like Giannis was, I think he was sort of, I think it was eight or nine, something like that, maybe even 12, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Joel Embiid, similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are guys who played soccer growing up. Yep. LeBron James has been bouncing a ball um, pretty much his, enti- his entire existence. Yep. So for Joel Embiid and Giannis, the African brothers, to be pushing these numbers for guys who came to the game late, says so much about the development of them and the development of basketball on the continent that uh, we have to root for them. And, yeah, Joel, well, uh, Embiid, and Joel
1: Embiid is BWB, BWB alum. Exactly. A basketball without borders
0: uh, <laughs> uh, alumni. Um, he, he's, he's been here. His development as it's it's come through yeah. is such a great testament to b- the basketball africa uh nba africa office yeah guys who are running all of these development camps and mm-hmm. it goes to show some of these kids that you can come through to the basketball borders program in africa and go on to be potentially an mvp and a scoring champion yep right so it's it's just incredible for a- me. And, and a leader at a franchise too I would love... For. In fact, Joel, that's it. You're going to win it. I've decided. <laughs> okay. Joel Embiid is the one. He's going to do it. I'm going to make sure. I'm putting Muti Juju. I'm calling that everybody. <laughs> Joel Embiid is the guy. I want to see that narrative. I want to see that story. Oh, man. Okay, counter. Um yes, Just to wrap up our, our discussions, um, mm-hmm. the Basketball Africa League, the BAL. Yes, Second season, Mm -hmm. uh, we've had the sort of first round in terms of the Sahara Conference has come and gone. We still have the Nile Conference to go. And it was just incredible. A great, great tournament return. I I loved watching the basketball. What stood out for you uh,
1: as you watched the games? Uh, Cyrus, uh, for me, first of all, it was the standard of play. The standard of play Mm. has gone up immensely. What I was watching on those screens. I mean, I'm still watching some of the games that I missed. But... It, it, just the standard is going up and I think it speaks a lot to what Amadou Galofal and, and the Basketball Africa League are trying to achieve on the continent. Mm. That's grooming and developing local talent, growing local leagues, uh, y- you know, bringing out the best in, in, in the potential of African basketball. Yeah. And, and Cyrus, number two, uh, just uh, also noticing that the North African teams are still significantly better than yeah. their counterparts. Number three, uh, inclusion. I loved. We had mm. one uh, a head coach in Liz Mills, who yeah. was a head coach. Who's a female head coach, and then we had a, a female assistant coach. And I, and I thought that was a fantastic thing to note for me to say. Look, the the levels inclusion. I mean, they're not Have where we've they had should. Female be. referees as well. Uh, yes, offici- uh, 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 You know, uh, officials, female officials. So so Cyrus, it's not where it needs to be but i can see it's getting somewhere it's so good to see that and and you know this is what the the future of the game is dependent
0: on the fans being able to interact with it at every single level and Mm -hmm. then people who also see themselves on court or um you know As officials, you know, people who might not necessarily get all of the attention, like a referee or Uh somebody, but somebody at the scorer's table. Yeah. You know, and we saw a couple of scorers. People like Asha Kamogisha um, in the um, commentary. uh, Commentating commentating and also doing the on court interviews
1: and that. And and Cyrus, one thing I know you're passionate about is uh, the initiative by the, the NBA Academy to include NBA Academy players on... Each of the franchises, NBA Academy how, Africa, yeah, yeah. How was that? How was that for you? I, I really loved it, and, and you know what's great about this
0: kind of thing is that it it can only get better because mm-hmm. the other thing about having stuff like the NBA uh, Academy Africa is that these these kids need somewhere to uh, to go, and the BAL Elevate program, yeah, um, really has been that where you had these twelve young players going through to the twelve different teams, mm-hmm. and then showcasing what they were made of, yeah playing against people and not just in scrimmages that they've as they've generally been doing but in games with points on the board and some of them got some good minutes cyrus no definitely got some good minutes definitely and and what's what's really amazing to watch Mm -hmm. is this is just the beginning of another phase of what will happen with the basketball africa league because at some point we might have an academy team that enters into something like this like they, they might enter a league and then we'll see what the growth of those players will be as they start to go forward. So you I'm, are speaking some truths into existence here, Cyrus. Well, I'm certainly. Hoping I like that where that you're going. Where go. I and, like where you're going. And and this is about basketball on the continent. And yes. this sport, it gets much maligned because everyone's like, oh, but the African players. What can they really do? Yes, they grab rebounds. They block shots. But they don't bounce the ball. They don't pass. They don't shoot threes. We are seeing that that has been dispelled, Cyrus.
1: The, just this one conference that we've watched has yeah. dispelled all of that, Cyrus. Yeah, there were threes, there was mid ranges. Of course, there were dunks, there were mm. blocks, there were buzzer beaters. Cyrus, it, it, I, I was like, "Yo, uh, is, why is, wh- why aren't me and Cyrus there live <laughs> and in person?" Yeah,
0: like we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. There's still Rwanda coming for the playoffs, absolutely and there's Cyrus. also the Nile Conference as well. But I just loved what we saw in the in the in the Sahara Conference, and the fact that it was it was topped by the Rwanda Energy Group or, or REG, yep. um, it just says a lot about where th- these teams have gone. And you've mentioned that um, you know the North African teams have predominantly been the most, um, shall we say, dominant dominant yeah, teams. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then seeing like Monastir, uh, Sale, they've lost games, mm-hmm. you know. So that didn't really happen in the past. Mm-mm. Now we're seeing that every game can be competitive. And even the games that those you know bigger teams have won have not necessarily been blowouts, yeah. which is what's really great to see. Um, and so the teams that have qualified from the Sahara Conference um, that have gone through, there's four of them. It's yep. AS Saleh, uh, coached by Liz Mills, a friend of the podcast and, and the post-op zone website. Uh, Reg, Monastir, U.S. Monastir, and
1: uh, Slack um, from Senegal.
0: And yes, I th- I th-
1: Cyrus, I, I mean, we look forward to the 21st to the uh, 28th of May mm. uh, for the playoffs. And and, and I think it's going to be great. But let's see what happens from the Nile Conference. Um, so to
0: end the podcast, counter we go into the post up betting corner powered by Betcoza, Our favorite thing because we also have this little bit of a, a back and forth between you and I as to who does well, who does poorly um, in terms of our predictions. And, um, well, I've got to give it to you, counter. Uh, you, you beat me outright in this one. Uh, I'm doing one. A little dance. Yeah, yeah. He's Isn't di- this my 3 pito? though? No. You, you, this is your back-to-back. Back-to-back. 3-1 uh, <laughs> to counter. You got three uh, results correct. I missed out on a couple. Uh, more than more than a couple. One out of five is not a good return. I know my fine. You do indeed. So let's look ahead to the games. I'm not going to make you enjoy this. Um, <laughs> let's go ahead and look ahead to the games that, that are coming up this weekend. Um the first one, Saturday morning, yep. you've got the Mavericks taking on the 76ers. The Mavericks and the 76ers is a great matchup because Luka went into Boston. They were retiring KG's jersey. Everything was set up for a Boston victory. And Doncic and the rest of the Mavs were like,
1: nah, we've got other ideas. Cyrus, I was even wearing my, uh, my KG jersey for that game.
0: <laughs> oh, Nice. You yeah. were the one who made sure that it
1: kept on getting tighter <laughs> as, the, as the game progressed, because yeah. of all the sweat. So, Mavs versus Seventy Sixes. I can't bet against my man Embiid. I got Seventy Sixes. Okay, Seventy so Sixes for you. Philly, Cyrus. So yes, there. it They're is true. Philly.
0: It is happening in Philadelphia. Seventy Sixes for you. I'm also going to go Seventy Sixes because I think that uh, Embiid is going to tr- really try and nail down that that scoring title, and they need to have as much chemistry him and Harden. Um, They can't be looking at each other going, okay, what are you going to do? No, what are you going to (laughs) do? Also, on Saturday morning at 4 a.m., the first game was at 1 a.m. Central African time. That's Mavericks versus Sixers. The second one is at 4 a.m. on Saturday morning. And that's the Chicago Bulls taking on the Phoenix Suns. Another great matchup.
1: Um, Who are you picking in that one counter? Cyrus, I'm going to go Suns, but I'm worried because Suns have already clinched. They might just be like, meh. But no, I, I think I'm, I'm still going Suns. Okay, nice pick. I'm going to go Bulls, um, not just
0: for, for a little bit of difference, but I think that the Bulls need to to have a little bit more form going into uh, you know the playoffs. And they've lost to a lot of the bigger um, seeds. And that's always been a narrative this season, is that can there really be a team to watch if they can't beat the higher-seeded teams? So they've got to try and make uh, a point here. And I think this might be a DeMar De DeRozan... Um, supreme game this is what we're going to see so i'm going bulls in on that one okay now there's a game on saturday night uh, happening at 11 p.m am i sleeping on saturday though? you might not uh find some time between let's call it six in the morning and 11 at night to to get your rest um the bucks play the timberwolves mm. also a nice game um, because the T-Wolves are really trying their best to make sure they solid- solidify and cement their play-in status yeah. uh, and potentially even get out of that to get into the the, the, play-off, the playoff race. Yeah. But then you've also got the Bucks looking at that uh, that seeding and thinking, oh, well, we could push for the number one seed if we get the wins the way we need them. Uh, Bucks
1: versus T-Wolves, your pick. Cyrus, the Timberwolves have been on a tear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they've been doing some great things. I mean, uh, I think Carl anthony Towns in their last victory had 38 points in a quarter or something like that. But to score a career-high 60, you've got to do some some crazy he, things. He went off. And he didn't even know that. When the interviewer told him that, he was like, I had 38 in what quarter? Wow. I, like, wow, that's what you call focused Because you're mm. not even looking at that score sheet. You're just playing. You're, but uh, this, these are the Bucks, Cyrus. And the, the, like we mentioned earlier, they've got uh, Lopez back and, and Ibaka, so which gives them... Some good length there. Now, I'm back in the Bucks. Ah, uh, back to bucks. Um,
0: I can't disagree with you on that selection. Um, I think I'm going to go with the Bucks as well. I'm just looking at that game and thinking, yes, I do like the T-Wolves. Yes, I do think the Carl anthony Towns has actually turned some kind of corner from a scoring perspective. Yep, he has. But I do think that the Giannis and the Bucks might be like, look, let's just go out there, do our thing, and make sure we get a result. Sunday night, NBA Sundays, 9.30 p.m. Central African time. Grizzlies take on the Rockets, not the greatest game, but it is at a great time for us.
1: Grizzlies versus Rockets, is this just a no-brainer? Who are you picking? Look, Cyrus, I, I know you're going to try and sleep because Monday is a public holiday in, in South Africa. I am waking you up at uh, 9.30. You are waking <laughs> up, 9.30 Central Africa time. We're watching this virtually together. And as much as the Rockets have surprised some good teams mm-hmm. uh, with great performances, i uh, I think Jamarant and the Grizzlies, are, I've got this one in the bag, yeah? Okay.
0: Um, I go exactly with you on this one. We haven't differed too much here. I think the Grizzlies will probably just absolutely annihilate the Rockets. So watch us both be wrong. Um, <laughs> and the last game, is it's actually Monday night. It was late Sunday evening at 2 a.m. Central African time. It's the Celtics taking on the Nuggets in Denver. Um, really, really
1: interesting game. Who are you picking to win that one? i got to go with the Celtics. I think uh, mm. as much as they, they lost to the to, to, to the um, Mavs yeah. in, in that retirement game for, for, for Kevin Garnett, mm-hmm. uh, Jersey retirement game, mm-hmm. I, I still think I, I believe in Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and, and the pieces around them, Cyrus. I'm Celtics in this one. I know they're playing in Denver, but you know the Celtics are going to light Denver on fire. Well, I'm wearing a Nuggets top
0: and I'm going to go with the Nuggets in this one. I don't think that the Celtics will have enough to stop Jokic. Um, okay. And I think that, you know, they might just be really, really motivated to try and get a victory. Mm-hmm. Um, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are just fantastic. This might be a game where Tatum struggles to score. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going Nuggets. I think that's, that's, that's my choice and I'm sticking to it. Um, so those are our picks. They're yep. locked in, Counter. I'm locked in. No changing of minds. Never. Perfect. Um, Just for all of you listening at home, no persons under the age of 18 years are permitted to gamble. Winners know when to stop. There's a national responsible gambling program in South Africa. You can get in touch with them at 0800-006-008 or WhatsApp help on 076-675-0710. Kaunda, we've come to the end of the show. Yes, Cyrus. And I know what you're going to do. I don't know if I want to. Okay. You know, you beat me last time. Uh, Okay, fine. I'll be nice. I've got a question for you. All right. This question is a somewhat simple one, but it's really about getting your crystal ball out. Russell Westbrook has a player option for next season. Mm -hmm. I think it's worth $40 Do you think Westbrook is going to exercise that option and choose to stay in L.A. and then they trade him or
1: decline the option and just look for a new spot as a free agent? Look, I think I think his agent, as a free agent, must know that he's not the most attractive asset at the moment. Uh, and, and you know, I know he's having his problems where, where his family is getting death threats and that kind of stuff in L.A. Mm. Danny Green went through the same thing when he missed that uh, three-pointer in the finals, and, you know, L.A. fans just went a little loony. Um, but I think uh, the smart thing for him to do would b- be to stay in L.A., and get traded if he. So has you to. think opt in, and then they make the call. And then they make the call, yeah. Because I think he loves being in LA. I mean, he's a UCLA student, right? He, he's from he's UCLA. He's an LA guy. He's an LA guy. You see him crip walking. You you see him. You know, just wrapping yeah. his his hood. So I, I think he will want to stay. He might just go to the team downstairs. Um, they're not
0: downstairs, but okay, <laughs> the Clippers. <laughs> um, it would be interesting, actually, because if you think about it, I mean, Westbrook on the Clippers. Like, I don't know if that's a really bad thing.
1: It is. But we won't get into I, detail.
0: I actually, I actually don't know if that is the worst option. I mean, I don't think they can afford him. Mm. But the reality is, let's say he opts out um, and and is a free agent, decides to leave some money on the table. The Clippers could give him a contract of $40 million over two years. Well, let's see. And I mean, you think, I mean, that could be a really interesting piece. Because... Westbrook with um, Kawhi and PG is a totally different animal to Westbrook
1: with LeBron and, and AD. AD. No, that's just saying like... If you've, get, you've sparked some serious it, things it, it, here. If, if you get this flat tire and then put it on this other car, I, 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 maybe look, it will run different. I, I, but before Lee calls me up, let's just I, I, I'm, put I'm that just, one I'm to I'm just going to say something.
0: I, I, those guys aren't LeBron James. LeBron James needs to have things his way. Those things are not that way. In the. In, A Kawhi in, Leonard also needs yeah, to have things his way. Well. Let's see how it goes. But I'm just, <laughs> I'm just floating that idea out there, Kanda. Just floating that idea out there. Um, but yeah, we've come to, to the end of the podcast. Thank you so much, man. Um, it's been really, really emotional. So, so good. Let's give everybody our, our social media handles. Remember, everybody, at Post Up Podcast on Twitter, at Post Up Zone on Instagram, at Post Up Zone on Facebook. And you can go to postupzone.com for all things NBA from an African perspective. Thank you to our partners, supersport.com, mm-hmm. uh, Bet Koza, and the Podhouse where we're recording this podcast. Counter, thank you so much, brother. Peace, Cyrus. I'll see you in seven. Definitely. And thank you, everybody, for listening and for getting in touch. Please reach out to us on all of those platforms. We love hearing from you. Stay tuned for more post-up excellence next week. We'll catch you courtside.